0: Hey there, my name is Srirag, and you're listening to Project Passion. Welcome to the season finale of Project Passion. It has been quite a journey so far. We've met some incredible people, had some fascinating conversations, and had really gotten a chance to investigate what passion is, where it comes from, what it's all about, I thought this would be a logical place to put a sort of break because the next few episodes that I have planned require a little bit more production from my own. They're not going to be the simple interview episodes, which I usually do. Now that I won't be doing interview episodes in the future, I'm hopefully uh, going to try and get on as many people as possible because I genuinely love talking to people. And on that note, if you have any suggestions for guests, please send them to me at my email. The email ID is in the description below. But on to the future that we were talking about. Um, The future episodes are going to have a more um, focused approach, I would say. For example, one of the episodes which or one of the series which we have planned out is a collaboration with a friend of mine who's working on the mental health situation that is happening during coronavirus. I mentioned this last week as well, but I'll just quickly go through it again. There are two projects as of now. The first one is a sort of voice note submission thing where we're collating all these voice notes about what people think the new normal is going to look like once coronavirus is over. And the second one is a sort of group discussion, an experiment, if you will, of whether creating a safe space online which guarantees anonymity will actually enable you to speak about your own mental health freely. I hope that you can actually be a part of one or even both of these projects, you can find a sign-up link in the description below. But now to our interview. So I found WriterThreads, the Instagram account, uh, a while back when I was just on my Discover feed. And I found it quite useful, especially as somebody who, I don't know if I can really call myself a writer because more than a writer, I am a procrastinator. This is something we actually get to in the interview, but I spend a lot of time just staring at the blank page. And um, this account was actually quite useful to me in the fact that uh, they have a lot of practical advice on how to start, on writer's block, on character building, on world building. There's, if you have a question about writing, you can probably find the answer somewhere on Writer Threads. The recently crossed 12,000 Instagram followers. That is also something that we'll talk about in the interview. And um, there are fun uh, couple of people who are uh, running this account. And um, we had a pretty interesting conversation that I think you will like as well. As usual, please uh, subscribe to the podcast and uh, leave a comment. If you are listening to this on Apple or anywhere that actually supports a comment, it actually does really help the show. Now, on to the interview. Yeah. Hi, uh, Eugenie and Claire from Brighteth Heads. Uh, how are you guys doing, today?
1: We're doing great. Thank you.
0: And you're uh, coming out of uh, Hong Kong, if uh, that's right, right?
2: Yeah. We're from Hong Kong.
0: How is it in Hong Kong right
2: now? Well, considering the coronavirus epidemic, it's good. Compared to other countries, but at the same time, it's terribly hot right now. So we're all stuck at home. We would want, we would love to go to the beach, but obviously we can't.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, it wasn't actually Hong Kong. Um, about no, it wasn't this time. It was in like April last year. Um, it's it's a very beautiful city. Thank you. Okay, so maybe we can start with uh, something about you guys. So I know um, preserving anonymity is a bit important to you, but. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about your background, what what you can uh, let us know.
1: Okay, so basically Eugenie and I are students in Hong Kong, and we're going to be in year 11 next year, and we really like writing, and I feel like English is my best subject, and that's one of the reasons that I participated in the of Threads account. But other than that, I also really like to play this sport called netball.
0: And uh, Eugenie?
2: So as Claire said, we're both students and we go to an international school. Mm-hmm. So, which means that our English is supposedly better than like normal kids in Hong Kong. But um, something about me is I play the piano and um, I also read a lot, and that was one of the reasons why I chose to start writer threads.
1: One of the origin stories of writer threads, you could say, is Eugenie started the account and she was going to give it to me about halfway through and i had it for a week to myself and then she asked me if she could come back and i said yeah sure so now it's two of us running the
2: account
0: so why did you initially decide to give it up
2: so it was october i went on this like university talk and i realized how little time i have and i was barely managing to like Produce content every single day for my followers. And so Claire is like my closest friend, and I trust her to keep running my account and to keep growing Writer Threads. So I just gave it to her so I could have more time for my studies.
0: But then a week later, uh, you decided to come back.
2: Right. And that was because I actually kind of missed posting content for people and interacting with my followers. So I decided to come back with her so I could manage to workload and also at the same time have enough time for like studying.
1: Hmm.
0: So before we go ahead into actually like the cotton strategy, um, maybe you can describe your Instagram page for somebody who's not on Instagram.
1: Instagram page is basically a page where we put out daily writing tips. Um, we cover basically everything. And we have these ideas that come up from the top of our head or we also see inspiration from other people on our um, Discover page on Instagram. And we make these things called threads. So they're basically slides of information in each post. So it'll be easier for people to read and there'll be more information as to just
2: one slide per post. So these threads, they're basically like Twitter ones. for like the cover, we have like a title and basically, which basically explains what we're going to cover. And then we share information on the following slides and we take them out of like Twitter.
0: How do you decide uh, who posts on what day or is it, you have like uh, a set number per person?
1: We take turns. So tonight, I think Eugenie's posting. And then the day after that's going to be me. And it's going to be Eugenie. It's going to be like that. So to separate, to dif- to differentiate, who's who, I post in capital letters on the title page, and Eugenie posts in normal.
0: So do you want to uh, go a little bit more deeper into that uh, on, on how you were inspired to start the page?
2: Right, so basically, I always wanted to make my writing even better. So I would go on Instagram and I'd see all these writing accounts and they would be posting, like, their tips, but they are screenshots coming from Tumblr or Google Docs, and they just screenshot them, and um, I also follow a bunch of, like, self-care thread accounts on my um, Instagram account, but that was, like, a few years ago, and I thought, what if I made writing tips as well, seeing how there's a lot of people who need these, and I do it in a way that's more aesthetically pleasing, in a way. So I decided to combine self-care tips, like self-care threads, with these writing tips, and I created writer threads. And we are like one of the first, probably the second, um, writing thread account to post tips on Instagram.
0: Who's the other uh, writer tips account?
2: I think they posted like two tips and they just gave up. So. <laughs> I didn't really follow them per se, but and there were a lot of writing accounts that I really enjoyed looking at. And they had like a huge following and I never knew that writer threads would like have 12,000 followers. I thought that we would have like maximum 2,000 before like something happened and, or we gave up.
0: That's actually an interesting point. So um, I, I recently started the Instagram page for my own podcast and uh, the... I think the biggest challenge which I face is, is just consistency. Um, it is, it is difficult to, uh, I mean, okay, the, the ideas are there, but just like creating a habit out of those ideas is, is incredibly difficult. So maybe, maybe you can talk about like creating that habit.
1: Well, I think it's because we've got two people running the account. So we've got an extra day to come up with our ideas, but normally um, we, as I said before, we follow certain accounts. And we might go through them and see what they're posting and take some of their um, ideas as, inter- as inspiration. But normally, for me, my ideas come up from the top of my head, like any problems I face while I was writing. And then I would probably do some research on that subject and make a thread out of that. And if, um, if I can't come up with a post that day, Eugenie might be able to fill in for me. And then again, I would have another extra day to think of something we've also got a whole list of um ideas on notes so we we also take ideas from there for post inspiration
2: we also keep in mind that if we copy something or like do the same topic as another account has done like a few days ago that would be really um mean to them i could say so if we have to take inspiration from an account we always go deeper into their feed so we go like a year back or a few months back so we wouldn't be like basically blatantly copying their idea
1: yeah i feel like taking inspiration from other accounts that's sort of as a last resort
0: so let's let's talk about the account itself uh, for for a second so you you decided when you started to not use names and uh, keep it uh, anonymous do you think uh, so Firstly, why did you come to that decision? And secondly, do you think it has had a positive or a negative impact on on
1: engaging with the users? We didn't really make a decision on that originally. It was just kind of natural. But we feel like if we were anonymous, people would focus more on our content that we were putting out every day instead of us as people. But of course we still do let people know our names a little bit about what's going on in our lives just so they know that um we're not robots that sit behind a phone screen and post things every day like we're also people and we um try to interact with our followers to keep that relationship and that also makes running the account really fun
2: the thing about these accounts so there's basically two types of accounts one type are people who just post every single day but they don't go on their stories, they don't interact, they don't, they don't answer a comment, and the other type is, are accounts like us, and we try to be as human as possible, like we let them know about our lives, and we let them know about how we're feeling, and we always reply to comments, and this helps our followers like us more and recognize us more in a way
0: yeah i i actually remember seeing a couple of the posts uh, that you did on um, your stories uh, and i think there was something about black lives matter or something i think as well as if i remember correctly the protests that were going on in in hong kong i don't know have you faced any um, backlash from any of your supporters because of getting a little political or you
2: know has it all been fine there has been one or two comments or like DMs that have been saying that we should be focusing on our writing, but at the same time, we have such a big platform, and it'll be a shame and a waste if we don't speak up about like problems in society that matter way more than you know writing. And sometimes, although there has been way more positive comments about like these raising awareness, and because we have been really focused on the Black Lives Matter like movement lately mm-hmm. and everyone is passionate about it. So, but then at the same time, if we also we also know that our audience is young and they are often just as passionate as us. So there is often way more positive comments than negative ones.
0: I, I agree with what you said about, um, you know, you, you having a platform and, and there being a responsibility once you have a platform to, um, you know, raise awareness uh, as a society. And I don't think it's that far away from writing itself. I've always viewed writing as, um, you know, having a higher purpose than just uh, entertainment. Um, especially when you're a writer, you you sort of have um, an inside track into uh, people's minds. And it's sort of like building a bridge between your mind and, 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 and like another person's mind at that given point of time. And it's it's a pretty powerful connection, which uh, I think it's it is a waste if you don't uh, end up using for you know, collective good.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> definitely, I do agree with you now that you said that.
0: So you you start a, a summer program um, this summer. Tell us a little about that.
1: The overall idea was that we post these things every day, and it might not be suitable for everyone and because we've got a limit of 10 slides the content is going to be kind of vague so by doing the summer program we can answer people's questions personally and directly and give them more in-depth explanation of things but we also decided to do this program as a way to again interact with our followers
0: and how has it gone so far
1: it's gone pretty great, I'd say. We've gotten positive feedback from people, and I
2: do think that we've helped out with their writing. Because we got around 40 to 50 submissions, and at one point we were doing like four to five like Zooms per day for them. So it's gone to the point where we all came together, me, Claire, and our friend Sammy, who was helping out, and we said, okay, that's it. It's way too much, and we can't like we can't deal with it. So we just stopped taking in submissions and taking in requests, which was a shame because we would have loved to help more people. It's just like time constraints.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> it's like because well, I'm a single child, and I don't get to talk to as many people as I would like. And talking to those followers, of like 30 minutes a day, it really. Um It's something to look forward to.
0: Do you plan to continue it uh, outside of the summer or um, or like is is this that you've taken right now? Is, is it just like a little bit of a break or is the is the program now finished?
1: For now, we'd say that it's finished because we've got we've been quite busy lately, but I think there's definitely a chance for another program to be launched if if um, people would like to join it.
2: I think we could do some further like some more programs in the future but they wouldn't be they would they might be different I'm not really sure to be honest.
0: That's fair and what uh, like so um, when you did the uh, summer program did you notice any sort of pattern emerge for the kind of questions that people were asking?
1: Yeah I think a really common question well we've had a few common questions well one of them was um, help with outlining and planning out their story. And another was tips on overcoming writer's block.
0: Okay, so maybe you can give us a like two-minute summary of your advice in both of those situations.
1: So for outlining, I would say have, because usually the people who ask us those questions, they have loads of ideas in their head, but they just don't know how to properly arrange them. So I would tell them, to write down everything it doesn't matter what kind of order you're writing it in but just have it down so you won't forget it later and then sit down um take some time to go through your ideas and reorganize it in a so-called timeline so they have a vague idea of how the story is going to go and that is based that's like a really basic outline that's for ideas if they've got ideas But about the writer's block and like getting inspiration for writing, I would tell them to read because reading is really important for writing. It helps with the flow of your English. It also gives you ideas on your plot. So reading would be one. Sometimes I would tell them to go on Pinterest and search something similar to their genre so they get a picture or idea of how their story is going to go. And also another would be the news. You could also get some ideas from the news if it fits your story.
2: I think writer's block is just a mental barrier that you have to overcome. And sometimes some people would say that it's an excuse just to not write. But honestly, I think writer's block comes from like procrastination and also having the right motivation and having the outline to support you. So these three things are all linked together. and. For a writer's block, I think just sitting down and forcing yourself to write, no matter how good the writing will be, is the best way to overcome it. Yeah, so like if you remove all your distractions, like you put your phone away, you turn on some music, or you just close your door and don't let anyone bother you, that's the best way to deal with writer's block.
0: Yeah, it's, that's actually really good advice. Um, I, I, I try to write myself and I, of course face writers look quite uh, commonly. And like one of the things which I read online also was that, um, so you have to kind of understand what kind of writer you are. And it's not just on the basis of, you know, what uh, you want to be. So like, of course, this is a whole like plotter versus pantser argument that goes on in like the writer universe on online. And it's, it's fun to think of yourself as a pantser, for example, but then maybe personality wise, you just are a plotter. And you should just embrace being a broader and just, you know, actually do like planning instead of uh, pantsing because what happens is you'd start pantsing and then you just get to a point where you just end up giving up. I don't know if that's happened to you. Okay. So since you, since you mentioned reading and and I love uh, reading a lot myself, maybe both of you could mention, um, I don't know, your uh, top three favorite books, which you'd recommend for somebody who's, you know, looking to start writing.
1: The One book that really got me into reading was Harry Potter. And I know it sounds super cliche, but I was terrified of it before I read it because I watched the movies first and Voldemort was like freaking me out. So my parents kept telling me to have a go at reading Harry Potter and I did. And it just takes you into another world. And that was also the one book that really helped with my English and writing. So if you're someone who wants to improve your English by a drastic measure I would say Harry Potter and if you want to just oh this sounds so weird but if you just want to be taken into another world Harry Potter would be good um I recently started reading classics and classics really again it widened my vocabulary because they have these words that you don't normally see in um normally see and again, they just brought in your mind vocabulary wise, and I'll just search up any words that I don't understand from the, vocab- from the book, and I'll just learn a new word that I can incorporate into writing essays, writing stories. So I would say a top, like, if you wanted to start reading classics, I would say Pride and Prejudice. It's super cliche again, but it's a good starter.
0: Cliches exist for a reason, right?
2: yeah they're common for a reason like they're good because people like them it's often overused but there's a reason why they're they're overused so maybe although we we think the cliche is a bad thing it actually isn't depending on like how you manipulate that cliche
1: yeah you'll just always be dragged towards it when you're writing even if you try to avoid it you'll find yourself writing a
0: yeah, I think one of the best advice for- that I've gotten in that sphere was just that, you know, you just need to write so much that you you get all the cliches out of your system. That's that's basically the best way to become original.
2: Yeah. Right. Um, As for my books, like book recommendations, I've got a... For writers, I recommend Letters to a Young Writer by Colin McCann. I hope... I'm not butchering his name, but it's really good. It has a lot of different writing tips, but the writing written so well it's basically poetry and like prose it's amazing if you're trying to get into writing but you want to you're not that confident yet um the second book is a non-fiction book i also read quite a lot of non-fiction it's called sapiens it's quite famous it's by i hope i'm saying his name right as well it's Yuval noah harari
0: that's exactly Um, right yeah i love sapiens also yeah big fan
2: yeah it's it's, an, it's a really good book. It talks about like humanity and sociology and how humanity has progressed through time. It also has quite a lot of like rare words that you can use for your writing as well. And it's great to feel small and insignificant, but in a good way. My last book recommendation is Eleanor by Anne Park by Rainbow Rowell. It's a really famous book. It, I don't think it uses any cliches. It's beautifully written, and the plot is so amazing. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It's, it's amazing. That's all I can say. It's.
1: I think that's like something that is really different about me and Eugenie. Eugenie reads more nonfiction, and I just stick to lit- literature and fantasy. It's
0: a good balance, I guess, because you can sort of cover all the bases.
1: <laughs> yeah, like Eugenie Covers this part of section on the writer threads account, and I cover the other section on the account.
0: Okay, so I think we have maybe time for uh, one more question. So, uh, I saw so I saw that recently hit uh, twelve thousand. Congratulations on that! Uh, and Thank you're doing, you. and you're doing a challenge for it. Do you want to maybe quickly plug your challenge?
2: Right. So we're doing a writing challenge right now on our Instagram account. It's called 12K Writing Counts. Um, so basically there is a prompt and the prompt is basically to write about summer and you have to write, I think 150 to 200 words on this topic. It can be about this summer, about the coronavirus epidemic and quarantine. It can be about any summer. And so far we've got quite a lot of submissions like around, I have no idea. It says 65 comments, but I'm not sure. So if you're interested, you can check it out and join. The deadline's in a week.
0: And what is the prize? Do
2: you need to go on? Um, the prize, okay. So we often stick to the same prizes. The first prize is a follow from us. Um, we post the entry onto our Wattpad book with all of our like, contest winners, submissions, and also we give the writer a shout out. And the second and third prize is also features in the Wattpad book and the entry will be posted with a shout out. We always do that. It's, we've been doing it for every single contest. Uh,
0: that's great. Um, thank you so much, uh, Eugenie and Claire, for uh, joining us today. Um, it, was a, it was a big pleasure to talk to you.
2: No problem.
1: It's nice talking this to you like too. Fun. See
0: you soon. Before we go on to my analysis of that uh, conversation that we just had, I would like to apologize if anybody noticed anything off about the interview. We had it over Zoom and I've never actually done an interview with uh, more than one person before. So I think there was a lot of... um you know overtalks and stuff which uh, i couldn't really remove from my editing or at least i haven't really learned how to yet so if there is actually an audio engineer who's listening to this who wants to help me out uh, please do reach out because i could really use your help <laughs> um i had a lot of fun in that conversation with uh, eugenie and claire um, i love their approach to running their account they really have a system which i think Is the most important thing especially when you're trying to create something on today's social media where things can get overwhelming really quickly having a system in place is probably the best thing you can do if you want to maintain a habit and their advice for writers is I think some fantastic ones as well writer's block is something which um, if you're a writer or Honestly, I feel like if you're any kind of an artist, you'd probably face some situation where you have a block of some sort. And um, overcoming that can be a bit of a challenge, but in my experience, the best way to overcome it is to just keep writing. Somebody once told me about this idea of a beginner's mentality, which is something that you really need to cultivate if you are somebody who wants to persist in a creative field of any sort a beginner's mentality is knowing that you are to quite bluntly put it suck that you are going to suck most of the time that you are going to suck up until the moment that you stop sucking (laughs) and for some people this happens within you know a couple of tries for some people it takes entire generations you can look up the other day I actually did look up uh, Number of writers who actually started at the age of 40. I believe J.R.R. Tolkien maybe even have, might might have been 50, I think. A whole bunch of people, Toni Morrison and all these other people. So, I don't think there is an age for when uh, you can, you know, choose to be an author or any kind of artist. The only thing that is stopping you from being your own best self, in all honesty, is really you. As always, subscribe to the show. Um, find us on Instagram. Um. You can find WriterThreads on Instagram at writer Threads. The show is available on Instagram as well. It's Proj underscore passion. I hope you'll give us a follow. And you can email me with any suggestions, questions or anything that you'd like at at srirag94.gmail.com. That is also in the description below. I hope that you've had a fun time listening this season and catch you next time with a completely new
1: project passion. Thank you for listening.